everybody. Welcome to the Framecast. This is a show where we talk about our favorite show, The Nanny. And uh, we're really excited to be here to talk about three more episodes of season three. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. How are y'all doing? Hanging in there? Hanging in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it, it sure has. Uh, but yeah, we have three more episodes. We're into season three, which is my favorite season. They've got some pretty fun ones, especially we get a big moment in the uh, the third episode we're going to talk about. Uh, that I am very excited to talk about. But we have the first one is Fine Family Feud. And uh, so in this episode, Fran is planning a uh, Fran is planning a Sweet 16 for Maggie. Uh, first, uh, Maxwell wants to do it at the Guggenheim and, uh, and have it be all fancy. And Fran gets the idea to have the party at her aunt Frida's nightclub in Queens and uh, Frida and Sylvia are in a big feud. And so that's kind of the, the basic uh, format for the, for this episode. Uh, What did you think overall, Larry, of this one? Um, I thought this one was fun. I do like Frida. So <laughs> I'm yeah. basically just another Sylvia, but <laughs> uh, I, I think she was funny. But overall, I, I remember that food fight at the end um, vividly in my nanny yeah. remembrance. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lainey Kazan plays uh, Frida, and she's one of those actresses that can, I feel like, play any ethnicity somehow. It's like um the guy from uh, Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub has played every ethnicity there is to imagine on on so many shows. Like whether it's he whether in Wings or in uh, or in Monk or in I don't know just a bunch of different. He's been Italian. He's been Lebanese. He's been he's been uh, all over the place. And I feel like Lady Kazan is the same way. She's been so many different, uh, different uh, ethnicities. Of course, people know her a lot from uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding, uh, but she's actually, I think, of Jewish descent. I think, uh, but uh, but here she's playing. She's playing Frida, and she's so funny. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> her and, she her and back, Sylvia were a fun she? match. Um, I can't remember. She sings at somebody's wedding, I think. Like, there's something about singing at a wedding. Mm. And they dub mm. over her, I think, in the, like, final. So, so there's something. But maybe it's, is it Fran's wedding that she sings at? Oh, maybe she does. I can't Sorry, remember. I just, I remembered her doing and getting offended <laughs> or, like, wanting to sing at a wedding. So I think she comes back. Yeah. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. She might. She. Oh, look! I've just seen it now. Four episodes. Oh, there you go. She was on four, so she comes back a number of times. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's really funny. And uh, so, what did you think of this one, Colleen? Overall, she, I mean, not my favorite, but it uh-huh. was not the worst. In my view, the the lowest one of the three it was in the middle. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I do like her. I just 
you know, she's iconic now in my head because I loved her in my big fat Greek wedding. I just thought uh, yeah, it was me too. so good. Yeah. And that was about, I forgot when that movie came out. It was probably about 10 years later, maybe even less. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I love it, but I thought that the disco or the club was a little cheesy, but then again, this was the nineties. It reminded me of some clubs I've gone to in my old days, Yeah, but it was kind of cheesy, but you know, it was, it was okay. Uh Uh-huh. I also love my Big Gregory wedding so much. We should totally do, now that I know you're a super fan, we should do it. We should do an episode on it because it's one of my all-time favorite comedies. I love it. She's like, oh, I'm vegetarian. I'll make I'll make veal. I make lamb. <laughs> I make lamb. Yeah, Andrea Martin and her. Oh my goodness. It just doesn't get better than that. That no. was so good. Oh yeah, that's up there. That's they brought a brought a bunt cake. They brought a bunt. It's a bunt. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and then when she talks about the the, the 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 thing coming out of her out of her uh mole on her face oh, and yeah. it had a child it. <laughs> it had a vertebrae <laughs> i love it i yes we definitely have to do a big Gregory wedding uh episode one of these days yes but <laughs> anyway uh so but i thought so mr sheffield he is being all like cutesy with with maggie and i didn't really what was that whole mr snake game i was like what is that was the weirdest that's what it was, it was so weird <laughs> i was like i have never seen anybody do here's mr snake with your child like that was so odd to me i was like what she's 16 i mean i i don't know that was funny to me and i loved the line when Fran says to maggie well they lost my luggage when i transferred from the pinta to the santa maria <laughs> she's, she's so old that made me laugh and uh, <laughs> uh but um yeah frida and sylvia they do not get along and i did think that they were the two actresses were really funny together especially when they're like talking at the same time <laughs> it's your fault no it's not you not me you know whatever they were saying and that was really funny and yeah, and and when <laughs> it was funny when Maggie's saying my party can be disco like retro, and <laughs> it reminded me of oh something that I had seen about retro. It was a retro video night or something movie night, and one of the selections for retro movie night was Clueless. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like. Are you kidding me with this right now? Like what? No, that's really not fair to us people in their forties. Clueless 30s. is retro. <laughs> oh man, to me, retro was still the seventies and earlier. I yeah, mean, I mean, to me, it's really the seventies. Anything from the seventies. Yeah. Night Fever is retro. Uh, Nineteen ninety-five no. is not retro. <laughs> I mean, I could even say, you know, the John Hughes era might, you could consider that. That's about as far as I'll go. I mean, we didn't know that we were having a retro podcast here. 
if, the, if, if, the, if the clothes is, is retro, so is the nanny. Who knew? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, wow, I feel old now. But uh, anyways, that made me laugh. And uh, just Sylvia, she's about to put, <laughs> she's about to crawl out the window. <laughs> like, oh, <gosh>, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And she's just like, well, it's a good thing that that you're that uh, you're feeling this way because you're not invited. <laughs> you mean to tell me that I'm not invited to your boss's daughter's <laughs> sweet sixteen party? <laughs> Marty, did you hear this? <laughs> yeah, is this a lump here? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So Fran hosts this little like kind of peace conference between Sylvia and Frida. And that was pretty funny. I thought she's got the cake. She's like, here, Frida. Here, Ma. I will say that sequence. Why was Sylvia like smiling? It was a really weird. Because of the cake, maybe? No, no, no. When they were like both running for the door and Brighton was like in the door and they oh, did the oh, close up. Slow motion thing? I don't uh, know. I didn't love that. Oh, the but slow motion. I yeah. thought that was odd. Yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> and, and then Fran like, got her hair tucked behind her ears in that scene. I, I mean, There was a lot that I was like, ooh, this is shot really strange. But I did love her like bribing them with the cake. And the yeah, that was so cream funny. And all the food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that was so funny. Food, you know, like like they kept getting off track, and and when she said, "What what did what did Frida say?" Oh, you stole my, you stole mom's pearls, or you have mom's pearls. Or oh, that yeah, like, the cake. You know, she kept bringing it back to the cake. Yeah, and I, <laughs> she says that your father was the first bulimic in flushing because her cooking was so bad. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> There was also, uh, I thought it was strange that Niles says that you're, you only get your virginity back unless you get engaged to Prince Charles, then it's a miracle. And I'm like, wasn't that, that was a long time. It seemed like a weird joke for. Yeah, uh, I don't quite get, I didn't quite get the context of it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that would have happened in the eighties. So why is he making a joke wasn't about that? Like 1981. Yeah, like a long time yeah, before. Yeah, it was 1981. And what year was this mo- This particular episode? I mean... 95, Okay, I so think. Diana had not passed away, which was good, because that would have been like a bad... Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have done that. That was 97 yeah. when Diana died. Oh, was so, it that, yeah. that early, huh? I was thinking it was later than that. But yeah, that was a weird joke. And But I did think it was... <laughs> she says that CeCe's sorority Delta felt a guy. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so and uh, as you said larry there's a food fight gets started at the party and it is pretty funny i mean there was a lot of pudding at that that, i guess they had all those eclairs and stuff uh (laughs) because they were all covered (laughs) with with pudding and uh maggie says it's the best party ever and that's where yeah. it was all just a bit much. That's where I'm. I agree with Colleen in yeah. like, mm, 
this is a whole lot of rave for a little bit of a podunk party. Let's just be honest here. Let's just be uh, yeah. very clear. Uh, <laughs> and food fights and all this. I mean, yeah, fun. But I, I do like where Fran like rubs her face on Mr. Sheffield at the very yeah. end. I think that's, that's a, a fun moment. I just moment. felt like it was, even though she's only 16, I felt like it was a juvenile party in a way. Like I've been to a retro 70s bar or club. And like, mm-hmm. you don't have to make alcohol in it, obviously for teens, but you could like have like these, these sell fish bowls with fruity drinks and things like that. I mean, you could have made it more yeah. age and not like tween. I felt like it was more tween than teen. Yeah. That that, no, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. And I it probably would have been more fun at the Guggenheim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better food at least yeah uh but i i just really liked the sylvia and frida stuff yeah, in this episode that, that was that was so that funny was to me <laughs> uh but the um fashion she had uh she had started out with a black turtleneck with a hot pink skirt with it had like black edging on it um and uh, black tights and i thought the skirt was actually really cool it was like a black design. It looked like neoprene from far away. Like every time, I, I always yeah. material and it's probably wrong, but it always looks like something you don't think, like, you know, like I think it, something's vinyl, it's probably really leather, but that yeah. looks neoprene-ish to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it, it it did have a sort of a, an athletic look to it, the, the, the fabric. And there's a couple other ones that look sort of, like I describe them as racing stripes, kind of, but uh, I'm sure there's the correct words to use. But I'm not in. I'm not a fashion designer, so sorry. Uh, but uh, then she had a black mini skirt with a racing jacket. Speaking of it, with red, white, and black, which we know she loves. And uh, it was alright. I I thought the jacket was too big. Wasn't it kind of? Puffy? It was kind of big. Yeah, that's true. I didn't care for that. It should have been more fitted. Yeah, and then she has a white dress with black trim and red long sleeves. It was almost like an inverse of the previous outfit, just in a dress form rather than the jacket. I mean, they were pretty much the exact same colors and very similar, like, design structure, too. Yeah, it almost is as if it was from the same collection. I think so. I think it was. Mm -hmm. But she loves that black, red, and white. Just loves it. She wears it all the time. This white was also like a creamier white. Like it wasn't like white. It was, I don't know, Mm -hmm. a little bit off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. But I love her dress at the party. It's this cobalt blue kind of color. It's sort of shiny fabric, uh, cocktail dress. I thought it looked, it fit her like a glove. It looked really good on her. I thought the color and the, I don't know. Did you like it? pre uh food fight <laughs> yeah pre food fight that was cute i actually yeah. didn't i like the color i like the fabric i do think it fit well but i i didn't like the top like i almost wish it would have been strapless mm. for me i, I the way what... this strap was it a it wasn't a halter but it was I no it was a thick pretty thick strap though yeah that part i didn't love but i liked the rest of it mm-hmm. that makes sense so larry what would you give out of 10 would you give this episode i would probably go with like um i'll go with a 7.5 what about you colleen 
I'm trying to think. I'll go 6.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Too awful, but not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I will also go with 7.5. I thought it was pretty funny. And uh, so let's talk about episode five of the season, Val's apartment. So in this episode, uh, the uh, Val is getting tired of living with her parents. And so she finds an apartment and she convinces Fran to move out. And Fran's getting kind of tired with, she feels like everyone's taking her for granted and she needs, she's, um, everybody's cutting in her personal time. And so she decides to do it partly out of kind of revenge (laughs) to show people what, you know, what they're taking her for granted, how they're taking for granted. And, and they get to the apartment and it turns out it's in a gay neighborhood. (laughs) So they're the only because because Val's like uh, there will be tons of guys for us to date, and they get there and they're like, uh, maybe not, uh, maybe not. Um, and it's not a very nice apartment. There's a cockroach and other stuff like that, and there's a full to bed. Uh, but uh, they they uh, make make do, and and Mr. Sheffield realizes how much he misses Fran and. So, what did you think of this one, Larry? Uh, yeah, I have a lot more, I think, written down overall. So, <laughs> uh, I think there was a lot of funny moments. The banter between um, Fran and Mr. Sheffield was definitely the highlight for me. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it, Colleen? Um, this was my least favorite one, but I will say, I don't know if you guys knew who the guy was that came in that was the part landlord. Uh-huh. That was Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, and he would walk, Shirley. He would walk into every episode of Laverne and Shirley and say hello, just like he did on there. Oh. And the funny part is that his partner was of 17 years was named Leonard, and Lenny was Michael McKeon, who played on Laverne and Shirley. They were like roommates. So I, oh. thought, it was a nice little, I thought it was a nice little shout out to Laverne and Shirley. And so oh. that part I liked the best. <laughs> I mean, literally, I just, I feel like the the dumpy apartment, move out, you know, all that. Only knowing you're going to go back and be in your luxury, mm-hmm. your comfort zone. And I just thought it was a little overdone. But. Yeah, I mean, this one is my least favorite of the three, but I I still think there were some pretty funny parts. I, yeah, I mean, and also kind of interesting to have a show, as we've talked about many times, that is so open about uh, about talking about LGBTQ characters. Like, sure, they might have a be a joke, but he had been the him and Lenny had been together for seventeen I years. Mean, yeah, that part was like really progressive. I felt, yeah, yeah, it was the best part. That that was the best part to me. So that I mean, I can't think of any other show with that had like that would have character like that at this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are, but it's pretty progressive. And I like that they trans. I mean, you know. Only a, per- a dork like me who is into old 70s comedies would know. Mm-hmm. Like, you may not know. You guys didn't know yeah. that, but it was. And I did. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cute that they took Lenny and Squiggy, who were totally girl chasers. I mean, total heterosexual 1978, yeah. you know, or whatever, 1979. 
were yeah, like that is totally cool. and turned them into i mean i'm not saying that was lenny you know obviously we don't know but you could i'm gonna infer that that was lenny from laverne and shirley <laughs> That's really cool. I didn't know that, but that makes me like it even better. Yeah. Um, I mean, her mom is hilarious. Sylvia is hilarious in this. She says, do I smell banana fritters with fresh fruit compound? Could I? Yes. (laughs) That is like an iconic Sylvia moment, I feel like. Yeah. What a specific, like, it's not like she just said, do I smell pancakes or something like that? No, it's like a specific dish that made (laughs) me laugh so much. (laughs) And the the kids are starting school again. And uh, Mr. Sheffield is just passing out money to these kids. And they they say they need it for lunch or for a project. And and then uh, Fran's like, "Um, do you realize it's Saturday, right? (laughs) Wait, can I go back to the beginning scene? Why did yeah? Why did Sylvia come in the middle of the like five a.m.? <laughs> what did it, like five a.m.? Like, why did she come over? Did but did we? Under, I didn't. Or is that isn't didn't, that, isn't she? Didn't she come to check up on Fran's date? Was that why? Literally, <laughs> in the middle of the morning. Five a.m. I woke the house. I think I do feel like Sylvia as we get more of her, just shows up at, like, meal times. I think that becomes kind of a common trend for her. She'll just show up when, like, food is supposed to be around in the house. Um, so maybe this is a start, like, oh, breakfast, Sylvia's here to get breakfast from you all, from the butler who cooks, instead of at her own house. Yeah. Yeah. I did also love her, her telling Fran, like, gosh, you're obsessed with these people. <laughs> When Fran is talking about the kids instead of having a life. Yeah, I liked that too. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, and I, I liked uh, Fran when she says to Niles, uh, well, he says, you sleep in your makeup. And she says, do you see a ring on this finger? Do I need a gorgeous fireman to climb over me to save the, be- the, the beautiful heir, the six-year-old heiress? <laughs> oh my gosh. One of my favorite lines too from Fran was like, when she tells her about her fictional date and Sylvia gets all into it and she's like, but he made me sign a prenup. And she's like, yeah, you see ma, I could kill you if I want at any moment. <laughs> right. Also, <laughs> uh, yeah. When she goes on the date with the podiatrist and she says, oh, first date, these little piggies don't have to come out. <laughs> all of that was too much for me. The whole podiatrist, <laughs> her practicing yeah. in the mirror. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And then to see him, you're like, really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, okay. Yeah, I don't want to like shame people on their appearance, but I was like, whoa, Fran. <laughs> this is not in the same um, league that we're used to seeing <laughs> Fran Jaden. I mean, you know, give everybody a shot if they're nice, but it was, it was a little bit jarring <laughs> to see. They're just making out with this guy getting hot and heavy on the porch. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you haven't gotten some for a while, you get it where you can get it, right? Uh, But uh, uh, but we do find out Val slips that she's turning 33 and uh, and Fran immediately tries to silence it. But is that what we should assume is is Fran's age? 33 then. That's still young, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I picture her. Well, how old is she? How old was she around this time for real? Um, let me see. 
Is she about 60 something now? Early 60s? 50s? I don't even know. Let's see here. She was born in 57. Oh, so she's so. 62-ish, 60, yeah. Yeah, so she was in her mid-30s then, right? Okay, then I guess I guess that makes sense then. I was thinking, for some reason, I'm picturing her to be like 36, 37. But, uh, so she would have been 38, right? Oh, there you oh, go, 38. There you go, yeah. yeah. Close, okay. So, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Grace wants help with this dinosaur project, and uh, oh, the- this I did okay. This is something I didn't like either. Like, I don't think again they would get away with these jokes now, but even seeing it, I'm like, I get cringy with all these guys like coming into her room just to like look at her, and she's kind of okay with it, really. But I mean, I don't know, I thought it was really creepy oh yeah like with brighton and then with niles like vacuum i was like oof this is (laughs) i don't know about this this is too much yeah i agree that was weird that's true well grace and then uses her lipstick and gets it everywhere and oh my gosh what i did uh, like though was her being like gracie that whining is so annoying where did you pick that up (laughs) i was like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah uh and so they she decides she's frustrated with mr sheffield and uh and they because they have a fight and he says you think i'm incapable of putting three kids to sleep uh and uh and she, she says not at all just plop them in front of your latest show <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> and she says i'm not the one who has his hand stuck to his brontosaurus <laughs> try blowing in his ear there was a there were some quite racy jokes in these episodes too. i was like whoa yeah. talking about somebody not having their teeth but their husband is very happy i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah all right uh <laughs> And then she says to Mr. Sheffield, that accent of yours, very annoying. No, I was like, wow, Fran is just like running around calling everyone annoying in this episode. <laughs> calls Grace yeah. annoying, calls his accent annoying. <laughs> Cheerios, Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And I did like Niles at the beginning when she says, didn't you hear the door? And he says, Van Gogh heard. He's dead and missing an ear. Yeah, that was my favorite Niles line. Yeah. And so they go to the apartment and their landlord has the significant other uh, named Lenny, who they've been with for 17 years. And (laughs) Fran's like, "Uh, I don't think it's the single swank, single place that you're thinking of. Val, uh, I liked that Nikki said that they have no children, but they're still trying. That that made me, I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, and uh, I liked that uh, Cece calls calls her a brunette, Cato Kalen. <laughs> that was a throwback to the OJ trial. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, I uh, uh, another funny joke when he says, "Cute guys, are you kidding? They're coming out of the closet." <laughs> uh, uh, I thought there was kind of weird music in this episode. It was sort of more more of a synthesizer. Yeah, because they were trying music. They were trying to do like gay music. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of 
weird. I was like, they it's can't distracting. Really it. So stereotypical because, like, yeah, it's some of the best view. I mean, yeah, never. I'm never going to go where I'm going to go. With that, and also, so. <laughs> it was really strange that he would just give her a Judy Garland CD at the end. Like, it was yeah. just like, you know, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was just very strange. <laughs> like, I get the joke you're moving into that place judy garland you know jab jab but it didn't make sense like for the characters in the show you know it's one of those like you have to be in on like watching the show to even get that rather than the people inside the show would have no idea right mm-hmm. i guess because judy's a gay icon well yeah that's what i'm I saying guess. it's like that i think that was the jab jab joke wink wink type of thing but it just it fell flat for me i was like what mm-hmm. this is weird mm-hmm. yeah i you did get a yada sighting and she says the good job looking into this apartment you didn't realize it was walking distance from yada's house <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and i hated that scene with oh gosh val's foot in her face i was like oh gosh oh, no 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 no, no. <laughs> I on that couch. I I handle like, that. Disgusted. Oh. well and those sofas beds are the worst they are so uncomfortable this is they look the- like they should be fine but oh it's like sleeping on a board <laughs> oh my gosh and then that roach But no, (laughs) this is one of those sitcom episodes where you're just like, okay, this is how you know. We only sort of develop story from one episode to the next. Uh Because I'm like, what, Val just stayed here for till her lease is up? No. Like, right. You know? <laughs> Maybe it was a month to month. Maybe she was lucky. <laughs> this, was, this was a long stay motel, more than likely. My goodness. No, yeah. I think long stay motels are nicer than that room. <laughs> I mean, granted, New York was a different time then. I mean, it, it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, this is pre, I think, or right, I don't know if it's completely pre Juliana. I'm not sure when Juliana got in, but. The late '90s, there was a real resurgence of New York City, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, then obviously, then 9/11 changed everything. But uh, did they say they were across the street from like a Judy Holiday Inn too? Was, I yeah. think so. There was a yeah, a lot of Judy in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, she's the only gay icon we could think of, I guess, uh, <laughs> when writing up the jokes here. Yeah, our, as Judy Holiday, a, a, a gay icon. I didn't know that. Um, but uh, anyway, they have. Uh, she says Sylvia insists that you move back with Maxwell, and both Fran and Maxwell scheme to make her be the one to uh, to 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 put put them back together. And she says a cup of coffee, a few snack wells, and maybe a grandchild. That's all I ask for. <laughs> <laughs> that brought me snack wells i remember those they were touted as the fat-free cookie yes but they had a zillion calories in them yeah they well they had the fake the fake sugar and stuff like that and they were terrible but uh, they were the big thing and uh so yeah we did have a ton of fashion in this episode uh she starts with her sort of nightgown set i guess you call it uh, with there was like a, uh, a periwinkle blue with with lace uh, 
at the uh, lace adornments is how I phrased it. Uh, and I thought it was really pretty. And and it was funny. Uh, her mom's like, this is how you go to sleep. <laughs> uh, um, and then she wears a gray leopard skirt with jacket and a black turtleneck and black tights. She's been doing a lot of uh, animal print this yeah. season. Yeah. It was all right. That was all it right. Was bad, yeah. In this yeah. episode, it was one of the better ones, I think. So, yeah. yeah. And when she's in her room, she's wearing like a silky kind of robe um, that was like a green, kind of a greenish washed out kind of look to it. Um, and uh, And then. She has a red cocktail dress with flowers, black trims, and then it had like six straps on it. This is when she's on the date with the podiatrist. It was a- that dress. <sighs> it was good. I'm going to say it. I hated it. That's in the top five work. I'm sorry. I hated it. I, I liked hated everything about it. I liked the sleeve thing. Like, I kind of liked the strappy thing up top. I thought kind of looks cool. But the dress itself, oof. It was almost like it was trying to be, like, this knockoff oriental type of look. Oh, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't good. It seems like whenever they tried embroidery of any kind, it was, it's always awful. And I don't know if that was a thing in mid nineties was embroidery. I don't remember. Yeah. It was bad. It's so bad. Uh, Yeah. And it just wasn't that flattering for her. Maybe we're just too used to seeing her in a, in a turtlenecks. I don't know, but I, well, it made her hips look huge because it jetted out really weird at her hip line. The fit was on. The straps were on. The gold, um, like tail, they were gold with red inside. I think on the straps. Oh, I just couldn't stand it. I was like, oh my gosh, it was terrible. terrible. And yeah, and then she had an orange fluorescent dress with a pink border at the bottom, and a fluorescent green long jacket with black tights and i i i like her in bright colors and so and i i don't know i'm a fan like it's the kind of thing that i wouldn't wear but i kind of still like mm-hmm. i think it would <laughs> have been not... okay without that pink bottom i would have maybe been able to uh, accept it but yeah. I, uh, I still just, i wasn't a fan it made, <laughs> I, it, it made it look a little cheaper yeah when that you uh, bottom part yeah yeah um, and then she wears her green robe with the white flowers and apparently on the subway all the way over. Yeah, all the way over to the Sheffield. And then she has a gray and black skirt that had like faces, faces on it. On it. Yeah. it was so weird. At first I thought it was a Mao. Like, you know, they had that the Mao Zedong thing. I kept looking, I was like, is it? Is it like a communist? What is this? I thought it was like at first. I'm thinking, did it look like the Three Stooges? But it's not. I mean, it, it was. I don't know. It was just a random person, I guess. Yeah. But I was. That is such a weird skirt. I hate it though. That's I actually like hate it. Yeah, I thought the outfit overall looked kind of cute. The skirt was strange to have the faces on it, but mm-hmm. overall the look was was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it's really weird to just have random faces like, in these I like checkered like, boxes. <laughs> yeah, you could have made like a newspaper print, and I thought that would have been cooler. But it would have been a similar idea. But you would have at least understood what the point was. 
Yeah. I agree. Um, and then she had a pink and white striped suit with pink. It was the pink flowers for the stripes and white nylons, which I, she never hardly ever wears the white nylons, but she did for this. And uh, it had like uh, crystal kind of buttons. And she had these very clunky pink shoes with it. <laughs> I hated uh, the white tights. And I hate, I didn't hate the, the suit as much as that other dress, but I didn't care uh-huh. for the color scheme, the way the placement was, the shiny button, you know, the crystal buttons. I just didn't care for it altogether. I think the suit style was cute. Just the fabric in the pattern was not cute. And yeah. Color- so, Colleen, what would you give this one? One to ten. <laughs> so, I'm gonna. I was thinking about this the whole time we're talking, and I'm like, crud. What am I gonna say? So, I would. I'm. I was gonna give it a five, but I'm gonna give it a five and a half only because of the references to uh, Laverna Shirley and Squiggy, because I thought that elevated it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I I don't know. I guess I'm a little higher on it than you guys. Uh, but I don't know. First, Larry, what did you what do you give it? Um, I was actually gonna go seven. Okay, then I also give a seven. Oh. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um okay. So now the last episode is Shopaholic and I love this episode. I think it is so good. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Fran finds out that Danny, her uh, old fiance, is getting married and Heather Biblo is pregnant, too. And she starts shopping and it becomes a problem. And... I I don't know. Maybe it's superficial, but I absolutely love the kiss in this this episode between. It is such a good moment for the for the two of them uh, that I that yeah. The rest of the episode I like, but uh, <laughs> I love it's so good. I mean, if I was making a clip of my favorite moments of the nanny, it would definitely be included for sure i love it and um but uh but yeah she's she talks about her credit cards are like her kids <laughs> and uh, i also like how how niles and mr sheffield are, are all super gossipy i don't know i think that's funny, that funny. Yeah. yeah but uh what did you think larry of this one no, this is where I'm going to go a little bit unpopular, I think. Uh-huh. This one might be my least favorite of the three. <laughs> um, it just, uh, it was uh, it was just very over the top in its comedy uh-huh. uh, that, that really kind of was like, okay, this is a, a bit much on the, the camp cheese side of comedy. It was okay. It was mm-hmm. okay. Right. Uh, what do you think, Colleen? This was my favorite one of the three. Yeah, yeah. Today. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I thought I'm I'm a shopaholic. Not like that though. I'm well, telling you, I'm not quite Lord. like that. But I'm a shopper. I've been like that most of my life. Mm-hmm, me too. And it started with my <laughs> it started with my father. He used to take me to the mall every Sunday when I was a kid, and that's when it started. And he'd always buy me one thing, and it never. So I blame my dad. 
Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> That's but, um, funny. I I just I, I it is a little over the top, but I did crack up because I felt like it was not only clothing and going to the store, going to the mall, and going to like the higher end store or whatever. But was funny was like she's buying off TV, like home shopping too, and I yeah. thought it's combining the two because I feel like yeah. they're one or the other. You're well, not really both. I think I just hated that dog moment the most. Like I hated it. The yeah. dog moment where she steals Mr. Sheffield's credit card and oh. like a dog. It was. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, that's you, right. I hone in on weird stuff, y'all. <laughs> if I hone in on something weird and I really don't like it, it really tanks everything for me. And that's what I hone well, in on. Was like, what is this? Oh. Well, I just I love when she says, "Well, what do I do when I'm upset?" And the kids are like, "A box of Malamars, rent the way we were, blame your mother." Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line, and. <laughs> Uh, so she's not only shopping all around New York City, but she goes to to the mall in New Jersey <laughs> mall, which I thought was funny. And uh, and I did like the little gag of the um, the of Niles making the popsicles and Cece Gay is stuck to her tongue. That, that made was me funny. That was funny. <laughs> I also liked that that Fran lists uh, filled out the the credit card application for Niles and listed his occupation as Fraser's brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then, so she says you're a shopaholic. She says no, I'm just a social shopper once or twice a day to get the edge off. Oh my god. <laughs> and. Um, and so she goes to to Shoppers Anonymous, and uh, she's going through withdrawals, and they show her, and, and she's got like a saddle. Like, why is she buying a saddle? She bought a Solo Flex. She bought a saddle. <laughs> she bought a food processor. She bought a power drill, and she was ready to buy the drill to go or the cable <laughs> to go with it. And I'm yeah. like, of all the things to buy, why would you buy a drill? I couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, really anything that was in that room. I'm just like, whoa! I just walked into an episode of Hoarders. Like, what? Well, this, this escalated very quickly, Fran. This room. Well, and she says, "I like now. This is just my bag keeper. It's restoring old bags here. Miss Pavcax has always wanted her own office." Yes. Everything to do with also Niles in that moment of when her tongue was stuck and he, she tries to talk and he's like, I believe she just quit, sir. And then he keeps going or Miss yeah. Mephouse, he's talking and he's like, what did, what did she say? And Niles is like, something about I I regret trying to squeeze into a size six. And right. Mr. Sheva's like, really? And Niles is like, no, but isn't it obvious? <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> that yes, good. that storage bag one was so funny. That was like my favorite thing of the whole episode with that line right there. Yeah, that was so good. And yeah, you do have the scene where Fran steals Mr. Sheffield's credit card and she steals Niles's card at, this, at, at a point too. So, which is bad. Like, that's really dishonest, like, to do. So, I mean, I guess they're trying to show that, well, that today she's... you'd get arrested because they'll um, try to get you for identity theft. I yeah. Mean, you can't do that. 
No. Val, Val is also having a Tupperware party, and I kind of wish we had gotten to see her having the Tupperware party. That could have been really funny, I feel like. I like Tupperware, don't laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's still sad. No. It's expensive, but now. No, but it is. I so still wait, have a lot of Tupperware. St- so they still have actual Tupperware? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have parties and stuff. Well, I, mean, I know. I mean, like, you have the knockoff, like, little just containers or whatever at the mm-hmm. store. No, but they I still sell real Tupperware. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And evidently, Heather Biblo came to the party and she was pregnant. Do you and- see Heather Biblo? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. But um, uh, so then what basically happens is she takes Nile's card. She goes to New Jersey and Mr. Sheffield goes after her and he says basically like, could you make, I know you want a family of your own, but could you, you know, manage to, to three kids who adore you and a man who's would be uh so lonely without you and i just really like what she says and she says even danny the biggest schleb i know has managed to find somebody to love and and what if that doesn't happen to me don't you ever feel that way and i think because i really liked the other the other day in the episode when she says you can still have a full life and not get married but then the the flip of that is also I think every single person has that moment where you're just like what if what if it never happens to me right what if I never what if what if that's just not in the cards you know for whatever reason and then you miss out on that whole big part of human experience and yeah you can still have a full life but you have both feelings <laughs> happen and I I thought that was so emotionally true and I totally related to her on that moment. Because, I mean, I've been there many times where I felt that way. For sure. And it's like, you're just like that person who made mm-hmm. my life a little... Like, for instance, like, maybe your high school nemesis yeah. who made yeah. my life a living hell is like, that person has all this stuff and has a yeah. family. And, I mean, yeah. Or the person you work with who you don't care for, whoever it is. Yeah. I'm not saying that's true well, right no, now. Like, whenever you... <laughs> Yeah, when you see someone who you're just like, they're a terrible person. Like, (laughs) just treat people bad. They're not, you know, nice. But I mean, it's it's. I feel like it's human nature. You know, everybody can preach about you know not comparing yourself or looking at other people. But when you see somebody like that, you're just like, wow, they're just (laughs) they're they're not a good person from what I can see, at least uh, from how they behave in public for sure. And they just seem to you know they have the family they have the life and you're like wow why can't i have that if they can have that yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) and you like to think that oh it's you try to put some kind of explanation about it but then i'll see people that are heavier than i am that are all different kinds of things and i'm happy for them but then it's kind of like, well, if they can have it, why can't I have it? And it's just not what God wants at this time in my life, I guess. And that's fine. But I just related to, to her in that moment. People people struggle with kind of what you were saying earlier, but even what you just said now. People struggle with having other people, not themselves, understanding other people having dual feelings. 
So it's like, yeah, yeah. I can be happy for someone and also <laughs> question why I don't have that. You know, yeah. and yep. it's not me exactly. taking away or wishing that they would break up or any, you know, like that's not what I'm what I'm wanting. It's more it's more intro perspective than that while also being happy for someone else or like we were saying earlier thinking yes i can live a happy life but also thinking yes i you know i i do still want this (laughs) at some point um so it's it's always an it's an interesting thing being a long time single (laughs) yeah as we know here on this podcast Yeah, sorry, Marys. We can't really give much of that perspective. <laughs> know, the, the Colleen's as close as we've got here. And... <laughs> yeah, and that didn't go anywhere. So it didn't work out so well. So I'm not exactly the poster person for marriage. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not, and again, like you I'm not against marriage. I'm, I'm thrilled. My yeah. sister's been married. Third, my oldest sister has been married since 1983. 37 years. Oh my that just gosh. doesn't exist anymore. I mean, that's rare. Yeah, I, my, I'm so happy yeah. for, but I'll I, I don't need that kind of low life. I'm obviously I'm too old for that now, but I I mean I'm happy for, it, but that's not the life it was meant for me. That doesn't mean I don't mm-hmm. want to be in a relationship. It just doesn't. It just means I don't want the rest of that, you know, yeah. necessarily. So yeah, so it's like both things can happen. You're absolutely right, Larry. And I don't know. I just love. I just love the moment so much. I mean, they have so much chemistry and that is such a good kiss. And she just like falls on the ground. (laughs) And uh, it's a big moment for them, even though she can't remember, supposedly, whatever he knows. And uh, it's, it's, it's great. I just love it. And we, we did get a lot of fashion in this episode. She has another racing stripe kind of thing. Is this black, red, and white ensemble, I guess? I don't know. Uh, with the black nylons that she has. And it, I swear it must have been from the same collection. They must have just gotten a collection from like <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger or yeah. something like that. <laughs> That's what it looks like. What it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she has black turtleneck, black skirt, and a kind of a shiny leopard bolero jacket. Uh, with black nylons and then she has she's got this cobalt blue sweater dress top thing uh, and it has a silver zipper and then fur pockets and cuffs and collar and a fur hat and I thought when I saw it I was like oh Larry's gonna hate that hat (laughs) (laughs) her and the little hats Yeah, and it had black pants too. Her and her quote unquote skiing outfit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it what was. Did you hate? Uh, it was just. Uh, it was interesting to see her in something like that. She also has like this black workout suit later in the episode while she's yeah. in her room. Yeah. It just uh, this episode did give us some looks that were very different than what we would ever see her in like that skiing outfit or the little workout outfit. So it's just like whoa <laughs> when she walked through the door. I mean, yeah. really, I don't know why it's not a, but it's really, I mean, truly not a ski no, outfit because no, obviously all. you could wear, you'd be wearing your uh, North Face and all that stuff. I'm sure that was around back then, yeah. you know, and all that. She would be in a pant, like 
Yeah. I mean, she says that if I made yeah. out of the lodge in this thing, that it's, that it's going back. So <laughs> it's not really for skiing, yeah. but it's like an Aspen outfit or something. I just, uh, wow. What is her, how did she get these credit limits? I just like her. Yeah, I know. I mean, they did say she just got a new card. So I think oh that's my gosh. why. How much money she still... spent if you, you know, if you really thought about it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh Thousands my gosh. of dollars. <laughs> I mean, especially those designer stores and stuff where you're paying thousands of dollars. She for Henry Bendel, which was really high end. Oh. Yeah. I did love her pretending to have the like the allergic reaction and telling grace <laughs> to go get the, the foe of the gucci belt uh, oh yeah. yeah that was right yeah um yeah she's in the black workout outfit and then she has kind of a red kind of whitewashed looking suit kind of watermarked looking uh i don't know what you call that um uh, with gold and red buttons and a black and the shit black nylons on with it i hated it and, yeah. <laughs> I, it. It was I, I don't know i was like what is this that's a weird fabric i don't know yeah i didn't like those gold buttons yeah, I, they, I, they, I don't know i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> and then she has kind of a coat dress uh a um uh leopard coat dress situation for the uh the um final look uh, with a black turtleneck underneath and um so yeah it's an interesting it was an interesting fashion episode um yeah i'd give it i i love this episode uh it's not like one of the funniest i wouldn't say i mean i'm not like dying laughing when i watch it but it's such a great episode for character growth uh so i'm gonna give it 8.5 what about you larry uh i'm gonna go 6.5 okay colleen i'll go right in the middle 7.5 <laughs> okay so that's about what i was thinking anyway <laughs> all right well we did it uh let us know if you're listening what you think of these three episodes and uh and which one is your favorite we'd love to hear your thoughts and you can follow make sure you're following us at frankcast 14 and getting all the comments i try when i'm watching to there's something that sticks out like i posted about the kiss this week and any other anything else that's kind of fun i've tried to post on there so check that out and larry where can people find you you can find me on twitter instagram as well as youtube at lc screen talk great and colleen i am located on twitter and instagram at lele44094 and our francast instagram is francast1993 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes so please check that out and make sure you're following the hallmarkies podcast as well we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up and uh so yeah let us know your thoughts and we'll talk to you all next week with three more episodes bye everyone bye bye, bye. bye.